So let's pop in peons. This your girl, Jestria. This is the school. This has to go away. This has to be thrown out today. Um, But you guys, hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are excited like I am because life is good. I hope your life is great. I know I have to do my quick disclaimers before I start it off. I do curse a lot. This is, you will hear curse words. I have unbiased, it's unfiltered opinions. They're not very popular. So I suggest you get comfortable with being uncomfortable for a little bit because I'm not going to apologize for who I am, what I say, the words that come out of my mouth. If I said it and it offends you, you will get over it. It is just an opinion. Please don't take it to the heart. Everybody has one like they have an asshole. Um, don't care. I curse a lot. There will be a lot of profanity. 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 My opinions are my opinions and you will not change my mind based on how you feel or what you grew up feeling because I feel like a lot of y'all was raised wrong because I can say it. I was raised wrong, but you know, we can always go from there. Now let's go. Um, well, I'm going to say something, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I really hate doing my disc. Quick side note, I really hate doing my disclaimer for the beginning of my videos, but we live in such a sensitive time where everybody's so sensitive and you have to give a forewarning because any opinion that does not fit modern day society is straight bull. And I think it's so stupid because why do you want everybody to think like you? Like for real, like let's take a moment. I've been flagged for saying like online, I've been flagged, commenting on, and I've heard people like literally take, I've seen people take the time to comment on videos or things that I say that they do not agree with instead of moving along. Like they will literally sit there and be like, you're wrong because I feel this way. And I'm like, and I feel this way, but you're wrong and you're a bigot. Okay. You feel that way. Because I feel how I feel. So you're going to let your feelings stop you from having a logical conversation. Or even wanting to listen to what somebody else says. Which to me has always been done because without opposition, your point has no real valid standing. Like if everybody was like, oh, the sky is just blue. Right? If everybody's just like, oh, the sky is blue and there's no clouds, even though there was clouds and the sky is blue, hypothetically speaking, you, everybody, you're having an opinion wouldn't matter because it would just be a fact. You tune in for the opinions. Like, I never understood that, like, how people can search you up to have an opinion or you tell people to come to you knowing that you're a human being with opinions and you're having a podcast or a commentary or something like that or something where you have to speak and when it doesn't make them feel good or it does not do right by them or they don't get the bubbles because I'm not <laughs> and with all the theatrics and shit like that is so stupid to me it's dumb but off that tangent um today's podcast is going to be about being on the same page with folks um and with that being said if we're on the same page and you like my podcast share it <laughs> follow me on social media tiktok instagram and twitter j-u-s-c D-R-I-A underscore underscore. I'll say it again. J-U-S-T-D-R-I-A underscore underscore. That's just Tria. <laughs> but if you guys want to follow me, just Tria two underscore. So if you guys want to follow me on Snapchat, that's just Tria 96. Um, today, you guys, we're going to be talking about being on the same page. And honestly, y'all know my family is sacred. 
and y'all know that I don't talk about them. So since I don't talk about them, we're going to go get into it. And we're going to go just be very, 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 very honest. When me and my family wasn't on the same page, I couldn't stand my family more than five minutes. Like, honestly, I had an ex-boyfriend who came around my family one time and it blew me because I didn't like my family. So I didn't like people being around my, I don't, I didn't like people being around me and my family because it was very awkward. And to bring a significant other around them would be weird. Now, at this point in time, I actually really enjoy my family. We're on the same page. So it's a lot of things that I'm excited for, like movie night, game night, family time. Like these things excite me not because we're on the same page. Um, but when it comes down to other things like friends, lovers, and shit like that, it's also important to be on the same page too. I can give y'all active examples of this freely without it being problematic because I don't give a fuck. But yeah. But when it comes out of my family, you'll never hear me sit there and be like, I care, I care, I care. Cause I don't. I don't I don't care to expose my family or our business. But um outside of that, I want to get into the friend aspect of it all. That's the one I want to start off with. I don't know. I'm gonna choose. Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What's the first thought on your mind? We're not talking about family on the podcast. Friends. So we're going to start off with friends. Um, Honestly, when it comes down to friends, I honestly feel like being on the same page with your friends is amazing. And before you can be on the same page with your friends, you must establish. Oh, I didn't even think about it to hit it from that angle. Damn, fuck it. I don't even want to give individual examples. I could just say this right here. Being at peace is amazing. Being on the same page with people is amazing. A lot of times we don't, a lot of times we be feeling like we got to be, no, you don't. Just be yourself, okay? For real. Honestly and truly. A lot of times we be thinking we got to be all these things and so tough and all just everything. When in reality, we don't at all. And all we have to do is just be ourselves and be on the same exact page with people. Because being on the same page with people brings a lot of peace in your life. A lot of everybody wants to be like, I want a peaceful life. I want a peaceful life. No, you don't. You want drama in hell. Right? That's what we do. We be like, oh, man, we want, I mean, I want peace in my life. I want all types of shit. You don't. Because if you did, you'd be on the same page with people. Even if it means not fucking with them or not being around people. Like, honestly, and this is why I say what I say. When it comes down to being on the same page with folks, I am the first person to get an understanding of exactly what you think I am to you and what I am willing and what I'm not willing to do. What this means is I have this standard that I keep for myself. And the standard is very simple. We either on the same page or we not. And in order to be on the same page, we have to have communication, understanding, and a level of respect for each other. Like, honestly, that's all being on the same page means we have an understanding of this is what we are going to do. This is what we're not going to do. We have respect for each other for saying that this is how far we're going to go. This is how far we're not going to go. And we understand and respect. And we have communication. Yeah, communication. I think that's the third one. 
when it comes down to having those three things, they go a long way. Because once you know, once you have an understanding of where you are, whether it be acquaintance, associate, friend, lover, family, whatever it is, once you have an understanding of what that means to each other and you respect it, next is communication to see if y'all going to go through with it. Because a lot of times people feel like, oh, you have to compromise. You don't have to compromise shit. I'm sick and tired of people saying you have to compromise. Oh, compromise. No, just be yourself. And whatever is for you is going to be for you. You won't have to compromise. A lot of people spend too much time compromising in just shit and shitty situations. Oh, I don't feel comfortable working with such and such, but I'm going to compromise for the team. Nah, bitch, I don't feel comfortable. Self-preservation first. And it's not selfish to have self-preservation. People make self-preservation seem. Like, on some real shit, self-preservation really be the shit. Like... If you are at your highest self and living your best life and doing exactly what the fuck you want to do, life is always going to be great. It's amazing. It's going to be phenomenal because you're not sacrificing yourself. Too many times we sacrifice ourselves as people and then we wonder why we're not happy. You're not happy because you keep on sacrificing all the things that make that make you feel joyous and happy and loved and appreciated and all that other good shit. So when it comes down to it, know what you want like have a standard for yourself and it's okay if people don't want to abide by your standard but what about what about being on the same page being on the same page is having an understanding being able to respect each other's differences and having a standard and knowing exactly what you want like honestly i have a lot of relatives okay i have a lot of relatives very few family like when it comes down to my mother my father and my brothers like that is my family to me and probably like Nah, I got a cousin no more. But, like, honestly, I'm really big on respect. My family is not big on respect. They don't feel like they have to respect you or say a lot of, well, my relatives feel like they don't have to respect me in that manner. Like, I'll give you an example. I don't like, for me, if you're somebody who's close to me or close-ish to me, you have to have an understanding of who I am as a person, and I have to understand have an understanding of who you are as a person. Me as a person, I really don't like a lot of disrespect, and I don't like to be lied to. So for me, those are like my two rule breakers. We can do whatever you want to do. You want to go jump? We want to go bungee jumping? Baby girl, I'll save up my money. We can go bungee jumping. If you want to go skydiving and I'm down for it, baby, we can go skydiving. If we want to do whatever, I'm down for you. I will support you in all your businesses. I will support you in all your endeavors. Baby, I will even be your number one fan, okay? But me as a person, like on the real, I don't like people like that. And for me to not like people like that, it takes a lot of energy up out of me because I really prefer my alone time. So if I kick it with you, we have to have respect and we have to be up to the standard that we're at. Like, like example, some of the standards that I have is outside of respect and not lying to me is that we have to be authentically ourselves. And if you're not that, it's not going to work out. And there has to be a certain level of kindness to you because, yes, I'm a I'm a nice asshole, okay? 
I'm an asshole. According to some people, I'm an asshole. But I'm a very honest, direct, blunt person. But I'm also nice. So as blunt as I am, that's as nice as I am. As much as I as much as I hold back financially and I penny pinch as much as I will give out. Like if I see that you need it, I will be there for you. And you do not have to pay me back. I know a lot of people are like, I didn't no. Mm-mm, not me. Not at all. So with that being said, when it comes down to that, it's like that's my standard for the basis of a friendship along with some emotional and other shit and that's just with everybody and if you don't meet that standard i understand that you don't meet it i understand that it may be too much or too little for you i may understand that you may not be ready to be there however i have made the decision not to deal with you and that is our understanding. And we're on the same page. That into certain attributes change that we won't be in the same room or in communication. What does that look like? What does that mean? It looks like this. I'll give you an example. Homegirl that I had, right? It started off cool. We was on the same page at first. Or so I thought. Let's just say we stopped talking because she's a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, and she tried to break my heart and she tried to take everything that I had. And even though she was saying I'm this way and I saw her for exactly who she was, I wasn't really down for it. And when it came down to it, we ended up being on the same page because she did what she did and I moved accordingly how I felt. I took some time off and I came back to her. I totally forgot about her. I said, hey, look, I don't know if you want to remember, but we ain't really cool like that, ma'am. And she was like, fuck you. Da, 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 da. I never want nothing to do with you. And I said, I'm so glad we on the same page. And from that point on, we were not on the same. We was on the same page. I don't fuck with her. She don't fuck with me. Plain and simple. Do I feel bad? No. Do I feel awful? No. Because what happened, happened. What was done is done. And what happened, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's over with. But that's just one example of being on the same page. Another example of being on the same page is like in a relationship. Like, it's nice when you're on the same page. Because you can end things am peacefully. And I cannot say it. Every time I get ready to say it, it's like blah, blah, blah. Like... When you get the chance to end things with your partner peacefully, you can still be friends with them. And it's just so cool and amazing. Like, I've jumped into relationship being on two different pages with people and not knew it. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, you be like, oh, we're on the same page. We're in a relationship. We're in a relationship. And I'm going to tell you right now, people have different standards for their relationship. Like, I didn't know that this one dude's standard for a relationship is that when you get upset, he likes to argue. I didn't like to argue. So for me, I shut down. But for him, that was a standard. And we ended up breaking up and he and he felt like I never loved him because I never cursed him out. And I felt like I loved him because I never cursed him out or I never violated him verbally or even cheated on him. But to me, like, this is where standards come into play. Like, 
I was in a relationship for three and a half years. And the dude I was with was a cheater. It's cool. He was a cheater, right? Let's just cut the shit. He was the biggest cheater, biggest whole dog, whatever. Cheater, I knew. With him being a cheater, honestly, basically, in so many words, because I'm going to get this to y'all on Storytime Saturday. When it came down to it, he cheated. And the thing that broke us up was not the cheating. Like, trust me, I didn't care he was cheating. <laughs> and I know y'all was like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb in love. I was. I was dumb in love. But he, um, he just disrespected me verbally. Like, he was like, I can't stand, I can't, I'm not going to say exactly what he said. But I remember that night so perfectly clear. And Zara, it was a long ride home because I cried <laughs> in a car. But um, we basically like kind of got to the point where we just broke each other's standards. Like for me, it was don't lie to me and respect me. At the time, I was a lot more simpler than I am now. Still crazy. A lot more simpler. A lot less crazy, but less, more complicated and less crazy. Um, But, yeah, that was just basically, it was like, he just cheated so much. Like, and he promised me that he would let it go. You feel me? So for me, I thought that he was going to stop cheating. And I stayed, even after he cheated more than three times. I tell people it's three times, but it's more than three times. But even though he was cheating on me, I stayed. The disrespect is something that I couldn't take. Because for me at the time, disrespect was not cheating. Now I look at it, I feel, I feel like cheating is disrespectful. But back then, I didn't look at cheating as disrespectful. I found it disrespectful if one of the bitches would came to me as a woman. Because the only thing I was going to have for sis as a woman was these impolite words as a woman. <laughs> and I know a lot of y'all like, what are you talking about? Like... <laughs> Okay, quick side note and tangent. Like, I never understood why people get mad at their significant other for cheating, right? And they, I, okay, I get it. I get why you would be mad at your significant other for cheating, but I never understood this staying mad and staying with them. Like, your partner cheated on you, but you can't forgive them or it's hard for you to forgive them, but you're still with them. Why are you staying? Is it because it's hard? Because honestly, I could say this. When my significant other was cheating on me, I felt like shit. I felt like dirt. I felt like, ugh, you feel me? I felt like muck. But then I realized when I was staying with him, it makes no sense to hold a grudge if I'm going to stick around and stick around for the, for, for the stupidity or the blindness that I'm going to have. For when a person say he's cheating, because I'm be like, huh, what, where, and even with proof, honey. So it didn't make no sense to me for <laughs> for me to be upset with with him when he was cheating, and I agreed to stay. And I know people be like, oh my gosh, you're so stupid for saying if he cheat. And I'll be like, half of y'all that saying that is was the, either the cheater or the person that was cheating 
not no cheater is the person that cheated or the person that was getting cheated on. And y'all just sitting there holding it together like woof de woof woof yada yada yada. And I was just like, you look so stupid right now. Like you don't realize how dumb you look when you do this shit. Like you're sitting there crying and complaining about a cheater, but you're still sleeping with the cheater, still staying with the cheater. Like it makes no sense to me. If he cheated and if they cheated on you and it hurt you, leave. If you cannot come back from it without you bringing up the fact that he cheated and trying to use it as leverage to get what you want out of your relationship, you're miserable and you're always going to be miserable. You're never going to be happy. So if you're with a cheater and you don't plan on going nowhere, forgive them and move the fuck forward if you believe that they're going to change, even if you don't believe that they're going to change. But you better be Ray Charles to the bullshit. <laughs> okay? and not feel stupid when people say oh you still with him and he's still cheating on you yep i love it here please love it where the fuck you're at that's all that i ask respectfully but back to the point i was making he disrespected me by verbally disrespecting me because honestly it's a lot of stuff that i would put up with back in the day but Verbal disrespect was a no no, especially with me not really getting along with my family due to verbal disrespect that they've given me behind my back. And verbal disrespect was like the ultimate thing, and he knew it because we shared each other's secrets. And he would just go and he would do that, and I would be like, I hate you so much. Like, <laughs> like he did it to me. And like over the phone, like when I was dark down by his apartment and he was like, you need to bring your black ass up because right. Mind you, he had this little fucking puppy who just did not like me for no reason. Like the puppy did not like me. I was like, bitch, I'm the girlfriend. You're going to go when he, when he can bring you to his house and be gone. I know you think it's cute little puppy, but it's not. <laughs> but no, like on some real shit though. But no, on some real shit though, like when it's all said and done though, like that was the straw that like it just broke our relationship up. It wasn't even the cheating. <laughs> and the crazy part is I thought it would be the cheating that would break us up. Cause I was like, the first time you cheated, I was like, all right, cool. Second time you cheated, I was like, huh. Third time she just like, but then she's like, uh. I was like, am I not doing it for this man? <laughs> Y'all, I was like, I'm, you know, because <laughs> it was a lot, okay? He was, he wasn't blessed with I, boy. He liked I, he compensated in that area. And baby, he compensated a lot. With limp and girth. And he was a grower. And as a shower, he was proving and showing himself daily. So as a grower, he was busting these walls down. Clang, clang. <laughs> he was just busting them down. It was terrible. It was terrible. Like, I used to, <sighs> Nick used to knock everything off. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is why I have a podcast so I can say exactly what I want to say. 
Because I couldn't say this on your talk. But when he treated trust me, it wasn't even a dick. Because he didn't even know how to use it. <laughs> Which I was glad because, baby, if I had to take all of that, I would be. <laughs> but, anyways, um, <laughs> it was the disrespect verbally that ruined our relationship. And not only did it ruin our relationship, but it kind of had me at the place where it's just like, I don't want to be with nobody if they feel like they can disrespect me verbally. And as I've grown and I've matured in less crazy doubt, because <laughs> I used to be crazy. Like, while I'm still on my side note and tangent, um, <laughs> yeah, I used to curse a nigga out, blog him in, be like, oh, so you ain't gonna call me? <laughs> I used to be, I used to do stupid shit like that. I used to be like, oh, so you're not going to call me? You're not going to call me? He's like, you blocked me. I was like, well, if you wanted to, you would have figured out how to talk to me like you talked to me. <laughs> like you called your job when it came out of your job. <laughs> I make me laugh. That's all that matters. Because <laughs> I just know how crazy I was. And compared to the crazy that I was now to the crazy I was before, I think I'm very, very calm. It's a little crazy, but calm. <laughs> Um, but no, back to what I was saying off of my side note of my tangent, because I'm ha- I'm having way too much fun here today. It just got to the point where like I just wanted like in my relationships on some real shit is to come to the same place. Cause being on two different pages with people is not fun. Like I would be in relationships with people who had single nigga tendencies. So they would be single tendencies. Like in front of my face, there was boyfriend material. But outside of my face, there was sweaty streets. <laughs> and I would get so mad with dudes. Because cause in my mind, we in a relationship. And that's what he's telling me. Selling me a pipe dream. Oh, baby, we in a relationship. Baby, we in love. We in love. And then the whole time, <laughs> we for the streets. And it be so embarrassing when they be for the streets. <laughs> And they can't get what they looking for in the streets. Like at all. Like how you hoeing terribly. If you don't if you don't attempt to cheat on me, I ain't even say let it be successful. I'm just saying, like, let the hoes want you too. How you an unwanted hoe in a whole market? Like, that's my thing. You can't be an unwanted hoe in the whole market. Like you can't want to be like I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna slut out everybody. I'm finna make everybody a baby mama, right? You can't be that way. It's impossible. It's stupid to me. It behooves me and it blows me. So when the niggas I was with was hoeing and the whole and the hoes in the street ain't want him, I was like, did I choose the lamest nigga in the crowd? Or these bitches are high maintenance, and I'm just like really low maintenance, and I just don't think that I'm. I'm like, what is wrong? <laughs> it is ridiculous because that's just how I thought. I would be like, how you want to be a hoe, but don't, don't, but none of the hoes want you. Not a one, not one hoe wants you. And it'll be so ridiculous because like they'll come to me and they'll be like, get your man, and I'll be like. I don't want to get my man. <laughs> you don't want my man. 
Like you, like you don't want my man's. Like he packing with the sheets. You don't want to test drive it. <laughs> Y'all, I used to feel so terrible because it's like not even a hose on you. And I ain't even talking about like the hoes that require money. I'm talking about the whole hoes, the hoes that don't give a fuck who they fucking. Like they don't want you. The, the streets don't. And you it. I am silly. I am ridiculous. I am. I am silly. <laughs> What is it about you that is not sticking out to them, that is sticking out to me, that's making me... <laughs> did, I, did I have that much low self-esteem? I'm sorry, y'all. I just get... It's just funny to me. Because I look back at my past mistakes and I be like... <laughs> but no, I didn't see the relationship help because of verbal abuse. And with the verbal abuse, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> It was just too much for me. It's like, how you gonna say you don't know why you don't fuck with me and I'm stupid and I'm dumb and I'm all these other things, right? But then I'm the main one that's rocking with you. And I love you, like, to your dirty draws, but you don't wanna see me. You wanna, like, and I thought that maybe, you know, your whorish heart would go away. And I would have waited for that. I would have been that girl that been in that years for years and years and years and years and years. And years. If he did not disrespect me verbally. Because <laughs> that was just a low blow. I'm so glad. I'm I'm so glad I don't let niggas cheat on me no more. <laughs> or attempt to. <laughs> not one hoe wanting him. But no, like, honestly, on the real though, like, when it comes down to it, you need to be on the same page with people. Because when the same page with people, things just flow. And it's wonderful. Like, when I was with the cheating nigga... If a girl was to come to me as a woman, which none of them did, thankfully, I would feel no ways. And when he would go to the bathroom to have them private conversations, it didn't bother me because we was on the same page. Like, we both knew he was cheating. He both knew I wasn't going to go nowhere. And we both was satisfied with movie night, date night, you know, come home, wrestle around a little bit, have some fun every now and again. He crying on again, I cry every now and again. You know, we just, you know, we keep it funky. <laughs> but um <laughs> possibly <laughs> I can't believe I wanted to move in with a nigga who she know me. Whew. I can't believe I wanted to have a nigga baby who was she know me. Woo, he's gonna cheat on our baby. <laughs> but you don't need cheat on our baby. Oh gosh. Whew. Thank God I'm not stupid no more. Um, but yeah. I don't wanna say stupid, but like just in love, dumb in love no more. <laughs> <sighs> but no, make sure that you have understanding. Because <laughs> when we didn't, because once he violated our understanding of verbal abuse and physical, he didn't put his hands on me. But once he violated, because I had a rule, no physical and no verbal abuse. Like those were my two like really big deal breakers. But for me, physical and verbal abuse was not it. And when he started verbally abusing me, I was like, I gotta go. This ain't it. And let's just say we finally got on the same page. Like, I want to say last month. And that relationship has been over for like a while now. 
And the reason why we're on the same page now is because we both agreed and we have an understanding that we're never going to get back together or be able to be friends or associates on a level where we could just link and chill without it being problematic because somebody gets some their feelings when they think that I'm talking to other people. I know you miss me, boo. <laughs> and they want to put their penile region in this vaginal, vaginal region and to mate with me. Because they think that a baby's going to trap me and literally know that I'm a murderer. <laughs> and that would break his heart. But, um. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry, y'all. I've been laughing. I'm really enjoying myself. So I hope y'all are enjoying yourselves. But be on the same page with people, it makes life a lot easier. Like, with family, friends, associates, business partners, all types of shit. Like, it makes life a lot easier. Because when you're on the same page, things just flow. And you need things in your life to flow. If your life is not flowing or you're not getting much oomph out of your life, it's because it's your fault. Like, nobody can... Like, hold up. Like, nobody in your life can stop you but you and this is why having understanding with people is important like get you some standards learn how to communicate figure out what you want in life and elevate and if things no longer serve you let it go like i let go of friendships boyfriends exes just shit just because <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i do inventory in my life every three to six months which means that every three to six months i have a quarter for everybody and depending on what quarter you're at in your life, you can either get cut off or be serviced. And the place that I am at mentally, emotionally, and spiritually at this point in time, anybody can get cut off. Your mama, your sister, your brother, cousin. Like, honestly, I, um, <laughs> I should have called my podcast, like, honestly. But no. I think I'm going to change my podcast today. Honestly speaking. <laughs> but no, um, for real though, like on some real shit though, when it came down to it, like looking back at it and looking at where I've come from, where I've been and where I want to go, I can honestly truly say that I'm very proud of myself because I'm true to myself and I've cut off a lot of people. Just a lot. Like I recently cut off my best friend and that shit hurt like seven years. Best friend? You know, all my deepest, darkest secret. Like, if he like, if he was to go out there right now, he could probably expose all my projects and things I've done that I don't tell nobody. <laughs> that I tell nobody. Like, just stuff. Like, he could take a lot of stuff to the grave with him, honestly and truly. Like, there would be a level of taking this to the grave today. And I would be here for it. Um... <laughs> I, like, I get it. But honestly, I cut him off because our understanding has shifted. Like, we've been best friends for seven years. And I feel like there should be a level of elevation between our friendship. And honestly, it just wasn't hitting on nothing. I feel like I had to beg for too much stuff from him. Like, simple stuff that I don't even beg friends for. <laughs> and he wasn't even doing it. And it just felt like the friendship became mature. And I was just like, huh. Okay. 
Because I get it, like seven years, people change, things change. But as things change and progress, they should be getting stronger. But it just wasn't hitting on what it was. And honestly, I've been having a feeling for the longest to like cut off the nigga because it just wasn't hitting on nothing like it used to. Like, it used to be days where I would just want to kick it with him. Like, just spend days at a time with kicking it with him. And I think I knew where it went wrong at. Yep. That's the day it went wrong. Wow. That's going to be the next podcast. So basically, yeah, just get y'all shit together. Honestly, figure out what y'all like, get y'all some standards, get you some rules, and let's get it popping. That's all I would say, man, for real. Telling you. We spend so much time just on bullshit, on shit that don't even really matter in reality. And we be like, uh, like it's the big funk of life. But it, we just spend so much time in relationships that don't serve us. And then we wonder why we're not happy or we're not satisfied. We don't have half the shit we want. It's ridiculous. We be like, man, I want to elevate, but stay with the same friends. Man, I want love in my life. But don't heal the traumas from past breakups and relationships. Man, I want a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I just started dating to recently and I realized that dudes are really weirdos. Like for real, for real. Like they're the biggest weirdos, and so are some females. Like people don't know how to relationship these days. But I get it. It's a learning experience. You live and you learn. But people are putting, I want a relationship with you, right? Boom. And I said, what kind of relationship? And it was like, well, you know, a relationship, man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. Say what you want to say. And then when I make those speeches, they be like, man, why you had to play dumb? Because I'm big on communication and I will play dumb until you get it right, until you say exactly what it is. But it blows me, though, sometimes because... People think that a relationship is just like sex and going out. But honestly, relationship is intimacy. It's the moments that you don't, it's the moments that you get to share with a person or a plethora of people, whether you believe in monogamy or polygamy. It's the wonders, the great wonders of life. It is beautiful. It's like one of the greatest things that you could possibly have, like relation, like relationships equal wealth. Like people think that having money is wealth that gives you financial freedom. Having money gives you a certain level of financial freedom that certain people may not have based on how much money they make. But the greatest wealth come from relationships and having understandings, like to be able to step in to a person and understand them on an emotional level, intellectual level, because emotion and intellect are two different things. Like to me, I think I don't think I'm the world's greatest genius, but I think that I'm actually smart <laughs> in here, I in these streets. I think that I'm really smart. 
And not only do I think that I'm smart, I think that I'm brilliant at times, even when I'm not trying to. But my emotional intelligence is totally different from my actual intelligence that I actually have on paper. (laughs) Because I think, like, I think I'm street smart. I think I'm decent when it comes out to street smarts, okay? I may not get all the slang, but bitch, I know what the fuck is going on in the situation. And then even outside of that, it's just like, it's a beautiful thing. Like, the difference between emotional intelligence and emotional intelligence is two totally different things. Like, you can be the brightest person in the world, but your emotional intelligence can be dumb. Like, toddler-like, you know, naive-ness or whatever. And once you get into, like, a real relationship with somebody, whether it be platonic, sexually, physically, family, what you call it, you get to learn about people. Like, you get to learn people's triggers. What makes them mad? What makes them happy? What makes them what makes them joyous? You know what I'm saying? Like that is my favorite part about relationships that you get to go on this journey and figure out a whole nother person. And not only do you get to go and figure out a whole nother person, you get to be a part of that person's world and universe. And it's like if you think of people as planets. There's probably like a billion planets we don't know about, right? Big planets, little planets, small planets, angry planets, happy planets. And we get to go on this life in this journey and just go and soar. You know what I mean? Not only do we get to soar, but we get to see and try different ideas and opinions and be exactly who we want to be. It's like, it's amazing to know somebody's intellect, their emotional intelligence, their street smarts, what they like, what they don't like, they dislike their interests, what makes a person them and accepting them for who they are and not trying to change it. Like those are the greatest relationships ever. So relationships are real wealth. That's why it's important to be on the same page with people. Because even if you choose not to deal with somebody or you just choose like this person doesn't fit with you or whatever, this person brings out your shadow side or your light side, you could kind of get to the place, fuck it, I'm going to talk about spirituality on here. It's my podcast. I can do it. But when it comes down to it and it breaks down, relationships are the greatest wealth. And whether somebody brings out your shadow side or your light side or they or y'all balance each out like the yin and the yang, Relationships save a lot of things and they bring on a lot of stuff. And it's just more than just can she suck a dick or can she bend it over? Does this person have your back at does them this person have your best interest at heart? Does this person care about how you feel? Does this person want to be around you? Does this person see you as an asset and not a liability? Does this person see you for who you are? Like, I think, like, a lot of people call me naive and stupid because I've been in relationships where it was just me loving out loud or me caring too much or me being me. But I love being me because the relationships that I actually have with people are really great. Like, outward to the world, they might not never say it, (laughs) but I've been some niggas' peace. I've been people's peace. I've been people's 
reason why they get up sometimes. I've helped people do some things that seems that may have seemed to be impossible to them at one point in time. I've been the lover. I've been the best friend. I've been the enemy. I've been the angry person. I've been all types of things. You know what I can honestly say? Even though I've been the villain in some of my stories and just other like situations, I don't care that I'm the villain. I don't care because I know the truth. And honestly, some of my greatest relationships came from the relationships that felt the most. Like Superman, as much as he wants to be all macho, macho, I don't care about Drea and what she does. I know that deep down in his heart that he doesn't know how to show love or affection. So that home, Mr. Macho Man, I don't need that money. Exterior is bullshit. I've seen the loving man that he is. I've seen the hardworking, dedicated person that he is. I've seen exactly who he is, what he's done, and everything that he's possibly able to done. I can feel his energy, like, right now. If I wanted to, I could channel it. Like, he feels a sense of relief, and he's still stressed out. But he's not going to be satisfied until everything is set up in Texas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. I'm sorry, I had to go. I had to have a little fun spiritually. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, y'all. Like <laughs> honestly, when you get to a certain level of spirituality and empathiness, you can feel people's energy. And sometimes you can't even read their thoughts. Like my twin flame, if I wanted to, I purposely choose to not go to that energy right now because <laughs> it's very sad. But yeah, you can do that in spirituality. If you want a podcast on that, just hit my name like, do a podcast on spirituality, please. Thank you. And I will do that. But if not, I get it. <laughs> it's kind of scary. But um, outside of that, um, like, the greatest wealth that I've honestly got, that I can honestly say that I've taken with me throughout life is just relationships. Like, that's where I get my grind and my hustle from. It's from Superman. And it's because I had a relationship with him. It may not have ended greatly, but when we finally did agree to separate from each other, it was nice. No more shame, because we had an understanding and agreement. But I've learned the most from Superman. Like, I learned what true love is. And a lot of people don't know what true love is. They just think they do. But as a person who is actually elevated in a level of love where true, true love is, it's like, <laughs> if he was to come and be like, let's be friends today, I'd be like, you know, we can be friends. And if it was either let him go as a friend or not, I wouldn't do it because I truly love this person. And I've elevated past the point of me just looking at him like he's just an ex or somebody who I used to date. Nah. I see him more than that. Like, the lessons that I learned from my mother is that life isn't always fair, but you make lemons out of the lemonade that they try to give you. And that it's okay to be the villain. And mom, me and my mom had one of the hardest relationships probably men for me on my end because I didn't know a lot of stuff. And I like to be in the loop of certain things. And I've learned that certain people just don't 
like their past being brought up. And it doesn't make them a fraudulent and stuff like that. But it's just what it is, what it is. The thing I learned from my three and a half year relationship was that you don't have to put up with people's bullshit. <laughs> and that you don't have to, that you have to love yourself more sometimes. So honestly, relationships bring on more wealth. They bring on a lot more stuff than just dick and pussy and what you can get out of somebody. And it brings a lot, like a lot of knowledge, a lot of experiences, a lot of things that I don't necessarily want to take back. Like, I've never gone, I'm not going to say that. Um, but yeah. Relationships are the greatest wealth that you can possibly ever have. And it's important that you actually have understanding and be on the same page with people. Even if it means leaving, staying together, or just not dealing with each other. Being on the same page just help you. And even if you do not deal with people because y'all don't, because because of disagreements and communications or lack thereof or you see a bunch of red flags that you just don't want it's okay and it's all right you don't have to sit there and be worried and complacent and like oh my gosh am i doing enough because honestly if i could go back in time and it's something that i never wanted to do like ever in life if i could go back in time I would keep everything the same and probably just fix the relationships. Like with the knowledge that I have now, I would literally fix the relationships with my parents and my family a lot sooner. I would fix the relationship between me and my biological father. Cause now I know how to deal with him. <laughs> uh, I would fix the relationship that I have with my brothers especially one of them because they feel like I neglected them when we was children. And I know how that hurts. Especially when you take as many losses as you have and you're trying to figure it out, but you technically can't. Because you're still young. You still had dreams and goals and wow. That is something. Okay, cool beans. I will call him today. Um, but yeah. When it comes down to relationships, they're the greatest well. So having understanding in them will take you a lot further than not having any understanding at all. A lot of times we feel like, oh my gosh, nobody understands us or whatever. But sometimes you just got to understand yourself and love yourself through everything that you're going through. Because once you do that, you'll realize that you're really the winner at the end of the day for having healthy relationships. Yes, money comes and goes. And yes, you can be broke and come back again. But sometimes those are certain relationships will either make you or break you because certain relationships you need to have with people is very important. So when it comes down to having an understanding and being on the same page with people, I suggest you get on that. And we're outie.